This is the Joyful Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Wells, MD. Listen in each week, and I'll share from science and scriptures that encourage you in how to cultivate healthy habits so you can lose extra weight and gain more health while cultivating joy. Be sure you are following the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, let's dive into this week's topic. This information is for educational and informational purposes only and solely as a self-help tool for your own use. I am not providing medical, psychological, or nutrition therapy advice. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problems or illnesses without consulting your own medical practitioner. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific health situation. For my full disclaimer, please go to www.joyfulweightloss.com forward slash disclaimer. Hello and welcome back. I hope that y'all have had a great week. Um, We are plowing through our series on the keys to consistency. And we are focusing on consistency because building consistency in the habits surrounding our health is what will get us to the healthier lifestyle that we want to have, the healthier weight we want to have when we look decades down the road. It's not about what we do really hard right now. It's about what do we regularly do and keep doing year after year, month after month, week after week, and continuing on all the way through decades. What do we do repeatedly? Because that's what brings us to the health state that we achieve and maintain. So we are thinking about what are the keys to consistency. And so today in that series, I am going to talk about lowering the threshold. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is when you're looking at your new healthy habit or habits, um, and maybe you're struggling with a certain habit that you've been trying to grow, maybe, you know, maybe you're trying to start exercising, but you're just really struggling with the fact that you dread it, you you know, you don't enjoy it yet, you haven't found the right exercise that you look forward to. Maybe there's just, it never seems convenient. Maybe you never feel like you have the time. Maybe there's just a lot of obstacles that seem like they're getting in the way of you getting in the healthy kind of movement that you really want to become a habit. You know, maybe this is just something that's been really hard and you find yourself just not even bothering. Um, Well, what if instead of quitting your new habit, whether it be exercise or something else, else, what if instead of quitting it, what if you asked yourself instead, have I made my threshold for this particular habit too high? Do I mentally tell myself it doesn't count unless I reach a certain amount of it or level of it? account that maybe maybe that level or that amount that I've set as what so-called counts for myself, maybe that level's too high. Maybe I need to lower that threshold. Now, um, because the, the reality is you can raise your threshold higher again later if you need to, okay? Like you can you can dial it up in intensity or length of workout or whatever your habit we're talking about that you're struggling with is, you could dial that back up. But what if for a season, 
you dialed it back. Because if that was the difference between continuing consistently and quitting completely, it's it's definitely true that not quitting, that continuing to be consistent is going to bring you a lot closer to the results you want in the long term. And being able to be consistent with half of the way to the full habit you want is way better than not doing it at all because the habit you want seems insurmountable or just seems every day you start to do it, it just seems like unattainable to you. So what if you just cut it in half, cut the amount in half, cut the intensity in half, or even lower it more than that if you need to, to be consistent. So this is another kind of mental work around the perfectionism trap that so many of us battle. You know, those of us who struggle with perfectionism tend to have this underlying belief, whether we recognize it or not, that we need to do something perfectly or we really believe it's not worth doing at all if it's not done perfectly. And perfectly means in our head some kind of standard that seems excellent. Maybe we want to exercise for a full half hour or we run a run three miles a day. Or if we're talking about food, we want to eat completely clean, three meals a day, clean being completely unprocessed foods, three meals a day. Or maybe we want to um, you know, cut out snacking completely right away. These might be what our mental standard is right now for achieving a certain habit perfectly. But in reality, maybe that you know, is higher than what we can achieve consistently. Maybe to be consistent in reality, doing something partway, maybe doing something halfway or even 25% of the way every day is going to bring you a lot further in your health and is definitely worth doing more than doing nothing. But the perfectionism in the back of our brain is tricking us by telling us, well, if we're not going to do it all the way, might as well not bother. That's actually completely not true. And the data backs up that doing healthy habits partway is going to bring you a health benefit. So the key here in speaking about consistency is we can actually lower the threshold to what we consider, quote, quote, counting in our daily habits and still see progress in our health by being consistent in what we're doing. So, you know, when you're starting out on changing a health habit, you might look at your plans to change and feel kind of overwhelmed by the perceived pain you imagine in your future by implementing the change you're considering making. And one way to decrease the pain that comes with anticipating the new commitments in health that you want to make is to just focus on making smaller steps, making smaller changes. Because if you make giant leaps, if you really force yourself to make these giant changes all at once, you might just feel so uncomfortable that you quit completely. But if you allow yourself the option, maybe, you know, maybe you don't want to let go of that high goal. Maybe you want to continue to have it in your head that, hey, I want to run three miles, three days a week. Maybe that's what you want as your goal. But maybe if you allow yourself that, hey, I want to have that, that's kind of my goal, but I will be okay and I will be happy if I just get outside and move forward (laughs) in a forward direction at whatever pace I can (laughs) 
for 10 minutes those three days. That's a minimum threshold that I'm okay with. If I at least do 10 minutes of moving forward outdoors at whatever pace I feel comfortable at, then I'll count that. Even though ideally I want to be three miles, maybe maybe one of those days you do get the three miles. Maybe one of the other days you only do the 10 minutes and you do it at a very slow jog. Or maybe you only walk 10 minutes um, one of those three days. You're still kind of counting that, quote, quote, counting it in your goals as being checking the box and achieving the goal. And you're also not quitting because it may be that that one day that you don't want to get outside and you don't feel great and, you know, you don't want to run three miles, but you remind yourself, well, I said I could count it if I just move forward for 10 minutes. So I'll just put the shoes on and I'll go out and I'll do 10 minutes, even though I'm just walking. Well, walking that 10 minutes is benefiting your health and it's keeping you in the routine. And it's continuing to build habits into your life of going when you don't feel like it. And also a lot of the days that you only, you tell yourself you're only going to do 10 minutes and you go outside and you start walking 10 minutes, you actually find you feel better and you start running and you end up doing a whole lot more than you anticipated when you left the house. So all that being said, look at whatever habit you're struggling with right now and find ways to lower the threshold if you're really struggling to to get started. Maybe you keep the lofty goal, but you allow yourself to, quote, count it if you do a smaller amount of it or a smaller standard of it. Um, you know, some other ways to look at this, um, some other examples, um, you know, we're, we're talking about let's just doing a little bit of the habit you're working toward growing, just making it doable, giving yourself a very, very achievable minimum. So some other examples of how to do this. Um, You could even, if you're getting started with exercise completely, I've mentioned this in the past, just giving yourself a five-minute minimum, five-minute minimum a day of exercise. Whatever your exercise is, saying for five minutes, that's going to be my minimum. And that can really help you get the ball rolling. Um, And as I said, a lot of times that ends up being more than five minutes because you already started and you just keep going. Um, Another thing is maybe you just want to add in a tiny habit. Um, I mentioned, I think recently that I have a new habit that I've started of doing push-ups while my coffee is brewing. Well, I realized that I had kind of, kind of slid off doing that. I I started it, it was going well, and then I kind of quit. And I realized the reason I quit was I didn't like getting my hands dirty um, because I didn't feel like I had the time to really wash my hands well after doing push-ups on the floor. You know, and doing push-ups on the floor, the floor is dirty, like then I'd have to, you know, my coffee would be done brewing and I'd have to wash my hands before I got my coffee. And I really don't like anything else getting in the way before I get my coffee, honestly. So I realized I wasn't doing the push-ups. I was kind of, that was becoming an obstacle. So then I thought, well, what can I do to make the, make the habits smaller? What can I do to make it more achievable? I realized I can do my push-ups slanted against the counter. And I can do them slowly. And they're still actually pretty challenging if you do slow push-ups at a good angle against a counter. Um, At least for my arm strength, that's still a challenge. Um, And I realized as I was even preparing for this episode, you know what, I can actually up that without making my hands dirty. And I can do push-ups against the seat of one of my dining chairs. And that could also be pretty intense. Um, and not get my hands dirty while my coffee's brewing. So I'm going to up it tomorrow. I'm going to go ahead and do my push-ups against my dining room chair base, which will give me a more intense angle for those push-ups. 
Um, still not the floor, right? Uh, but it's okay because I'm doing it consistently. The key here is how can I do it consistently and achieve the benefit of not doing nothing, but doing something consistently during the time my hot coffee's brewing. Um, I also work out other times of day and sometimes I do the minimum of a 10 minute workout or a five minute workout instead of nothing. And that keeps me in the habit, like I said. So another um, angle to this that can be helpful is if I want to, um, you know, decrease snacking. If maybe maybe your long-term goal is you want to cut out snacking completely, but you're just not there and it's really hard. Well, what if you just choose to decrease it to one time a day? Choose one time a day to snack instead of cutting it out completely at first and get used to that. That still is going to benefit you. Or let's say instead of maybe you snack every day and you're challenged you're challenged with wanting to quit it, but you're just not there yet and the obstacle seems insurmountable. What if instead of cutting out that snacking, instead of snacking, maybe you're eating out of the container the food was purchased in that's large and you don't have any knowledge of how much you're getting when you snack because you're eating it out of a very large purchased container. What if you made the one change that you put the snacking food in a bowl or on a plate and then put the container away and enjoyed your snack out of a bowl or a plate? What if you made that be the one change? You're still snacking, but you're doing it out of a bowl or a plate. That's one move in a direction where you can actually see your serving size. And then over time, you might be comfortable decreasing the serving size some way. And then eventually, you might be comfortable with, you know what, I'm not really having that much and I'm okay with it. Maybe I'll just cut it out one or two days a week and I'll just take one or two days a week where I don't snack. You know, that can be a way of dialing it back. And eventually, you might feel comfortable with taking the step to just not snack. Um, that's that's one way to slowly dial back or take tiny steps. Um, basically, you're looking for what are tiny steps you can make that you can keep doing. The, qu- the, the, the key here is what can get you consistent. Big, big changes, big, big goals might be in some areas of your life hard to do consistently. So how can you cut them back to make them consistently doable? That's the question I have for you. Um, so think about what you're most challenged in maintaining. Maybe even think of a habit you quit and consider whether you can reintroduce it in a way that's just a lower threshold. How can you lower the threshold to achieving it consistently? I hope this has been helpful. I hope that y'all can apply this in some way that brings you closer to the health goals and health lifestyle you want to attain. And come back again next week for more. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. First, please leave a review for me. This is how people find the podcast. Secondly, y'all sharing is caring. You can actually easily share this episode or a podcast entirely with a friend. Just text it to them. Lastly, if you're looking for more encouragement and direction from me, go sign up for my free newsletter. It's called The Extra Helping. You can go to www.joyfulweightloss.com. That's joyful spelled with two L's. And then when you're there, click on The Extra Helping to sign up. That's all for now, y'all. Don't forget to be sure you're subscribed and tune in again next week for more.